Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! Finish him! This week, we celebrate the 30th Finish him. Mikey, we haven't even okay. started yet. Right. Finish him. Andrew, I... Come on. At this point, I don't know if you're doing this as, as a joke or if you are this dense, but mm. just once, mm-hmm. can you let me get through the introduction without interrupting me? With I'm one... so sorry. I will let you finish it yeah okay that's out of your system now yeah hopefully okay finish him this week we celebrate the 30th anniversary of mortal kombat 1 by taking a look at 1993's classic mortal kombat 2 on the retrograde podcast i'm so proud of you you did it shut the fuck up And welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Baskin, and with me, as always, is the bad boy podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, my Kano, Aaron Ward. Oh, yes. You're a Kano guy, right? I like Kano. Yeah. I like Kano. And you know what's weird? I In Mortal Kombat 2, which is the game that we're going to be doing this week, uh, uh, in Mortal Kombat 2, there are two notable omissions, Kano and Sonya. As playable characters. Really? Really. And that's because they were the two least chosen fighters in the original Mortal Kombat game. Hmm, okay. I could understand the first one, misogyny probably. Yes. Second one, uh, Australians. Yeah. Ooh, don't yeah. like Australians. We, I mean, who does apart yeah. from Australians? And I don't even think they do that <laughs> No, much. they're a self-hating bunch. They are a self-hating bunch, unlike our listeners who are a loving bunch to yes, us and yes. never have anything bad to say to us. And to our listeners, they'll know this, but if you're new and, and maybe to you as well, Andrew, mm. because I know I have to explain this to you all the time. Absolutely. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, first of all, thanks for listening. Secondly, typically what we do in the podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when oh, we were kids. Right. Usually it's something we had an affinity towards one way or another other we rate and review the game mm-hmm. as we remember it back when we played it as little baby boys mm-hmm. then we actually play the game come back and rate and review the game once again out of four bits based on how the game holds up in the modern day against the likes of modern games does this sound familiar to you andrew K- kind of okay we're looking down at that tattoo you've written on right. your wrist again yeah i i don't like reliving this memento scenario with you right uh, uh week in week out that's kind of frustrating to me i'm mm-hmm. uh, being a little honest yeah yeah no that makes sense and that makes vulnerable. sense that makes sense so we have this conversation every week, don't we? Uh, more than more than that, I would okay. say. Uh, you call me in a in a cold sweat. I do, eh? Yeah. Wow. And I know you're sweating. <laughs> oh yeah. How, because how so? you say, Mikey, listen to this, and you hold the phone up to dripping sweat oh, off God. Of your elbow. Yeah, elbow. That's a popular area to sweat. I'm assuming it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the inside of your elbow. The inside of your elbow is always a popular I don't sweat. Area. I've never sweat. Oh, okay. So I don't know where sweat would Well, that's from. why we're a good partnership. We are. You mm-hmm. do enough sweating for the both <laughs> yes, of us, baby. Exactly. Uh, typically, when it's when it's me saying, uh, uh, now I'm not racist, but oh, and yeah. then that's when you start sweating. <laughs> yes, yeah. I sweat dramatically. I just <laughs> slide right under the chair. Slide right under the chair. Uh, Mikey, how you doing, buddy? You know what I'm doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. Our listeners may have realized this, may not oh. have, but we did a lot of recording in advance so mm. that I could get a little vacation under oh, my belt. I took a you, trip Jimmy off Buffett. to Spain. Oh, definitely. You know, Jimmy Buffett doesn't drink anymore. Why is that? Well, probably his liver couldn't <laughs> handle it, Andrew. All of his songs were about pina coladas and margaritaville. Uh, yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, yeah, you're right. I, there are also like songs like, like I think it was Jam- Jamaican Me Crazy or something uh, like that. Yeah. Some like horrible song like that where it's like they stole a plane or something like that or he was getting shot at in a plane. And I think about these stories and I'm like, what kind of life has this guy lived? Oh, and then he's also in Jurassic World. Come on. Ru- is he in Jurassic he's World? He's in Jurassic World because in the... Uh, I don't know, with the area where the dinosaurs are attacking, like this mini mall type Jurassic thing. World. Yes. Yes. I guess that could have been it. Jurassic World. <laughs> they were on the titular Jurassic World. Well, once they escaped from the park, it I was guess, a Jurassic World. Wait, aren't we all in this Jurassic World? 
We are. We're just joining it a little bit late. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. So he's. Uh, they're attacking, and one of them is a Margaritaville in the background, and he's holding two margaritas and running away. That's like, amazing. Uh, I love know. that. I love yeah, that. It's great. That's, uh, did you watch the new Jurassic no. World? I had no interest in them. No. In the in, in the, since Chris Pratt, and it's nothing against Chris Pratt necessarily. Yeah. It, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's not not. <laughs> okay, I brought up. And, and I'll get into to my trip a little bit because I played a lot of video games no, you're all uh, waiting. on the trip. I know you're waiting, but I have to get this off okay. my chest. Uh-huh. Um, everyone is like off the Chris Pratt train. Yeah. I'd Does anyone so. know why? Because I brought uh, this up to my brother and he's like, I don't, everyone hates, what did he do? And I don't know. Um, overexposure, I think. But the other one is I- To minors? Uh, no, no. And well, what why is, does your mind immediately go there? Well, you said he's exposing himself. No, I said overexposure. Yeah, too many times no. to young kids. No, no, I didn't say anything about kids. I didn't say anything about physically exposed. Oh, right, exposed. right. Allegedly. <laughs> yes, right, 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 right. Now right, we right, played right. the game. <laughs> uh, the other one is he's very religious. And you hate religion. Well, it's one of those weird religions. Yes. It's like, it's Christianity. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, but it's like, it's like Christians like, you know, like, hey, I'm just going to, you know, volunteer at the, the homeless shelter. No, no, not that. It's yes. like, hey, gay people suck. Yes. Uh, like that kind of thing. I guess like he married a Schwarzenegger. Was that what it is? Arnold? Right, a Schwarzenegger? Or is it, was that Kennedy? I forget. He's married into a big family and uh, they're like not religious in a good way. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm casually out on this guy now. Well, speaking of the negative sides of religion, um, yeah, my vacation was in Spain oh, cool. and I went to a, uh, a torture museum based mm. around the Spanish Inquisition. Cool. Uh, and immediately, we, we <laughs> I was there with my girlfriend and Ooh. there were uh, there were a couple exhibits, mm-hmm. uh, live demonstrations, <laughs> not actually. <laughs> and we got to one <laughs> Where they, it was just a big rusty saw. And we're uh-huh. like, well, that's not really a torture device. And then they explain what they did. They'd hang people by their feet and saw them from, from bowel to, to yeah. And uh, she's immediately just, she's like, who the fuck did I go on this vacation <laughs> with? Why is he so hard right now? I love the, <laughs> I love the idea that it's exhibits. Like uh, <laughs> if you come back in two months, we have a new exhibit coming in <laughs> from like, it's like a torture device from South America yes. that we thought would be really exciting. Yeah. Like this is a weird place to work. It is a weird place to work. It's a weird place to walk through. It's you get the, this fascination, but then you also like realize how fucked up everything is. Yes. Like, should I be enjoying this? I don't know. Well, the, you know, that the extremes of humanity where you're like, oh, we were able to do this one time yes. and just be like, okay with and it. Not even that long ago. No, when you think about no. it. Like the Inquisition was was the uh, 2010s, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's mm. early. I'm surprised I didn't hear more about it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, wow. well, what news uh, media do you listen to? The fake ones. The fake ones. <laughs> just fake uh, ones. Right, yeah, right, right, news. right. New York Times. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, independent.co.uk. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right, right. The Guardian.co.uk the Guardian. UK yeah, yeah, is like yeah, yeah. Big, my biggest one, yeah. Um, so so on my trip to mm-hmm. Spain, just before I left, yes. I put out a Twitter poll at Retrograde Mikey or at Retrograde Andy. Yes, we also have at Retrograde Pod. Uh, and I asked, look, I've got my Steam Deck. I have a bunch of games downloaded that I've I've never touched and I and I have wanted to unlike you know the overexposure <laughs> thing we just talked about um uh I I I put out a, a poll and the three games that I was deciding between were Transistor which okay. is a game by Supergiant Games they made uh Bastion which was one of the independent games that I absolutely fucking adored way back when okay. uh uh Slay the Spire which is a roguelite 
uh, card-based game, which I'd heard a lot about and I wanted to play. And a lot of our listeners had told me to, to play. They thought I'd really like it. And the third one was Oddworld Stranger's Wrath mm. because we played Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. Yes. We really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that Stranger's Wrath was one of the more underrated, underappreciated games from that uh, development company. Uh, so I wanted to, to give it a shot. I, never, I, I played it a bit, but never enough to really sink my teeth into it. Um, and it was on sale on the Steam store that the, the odd world, like, like bundle mm-hmm. for like $6. And oh, I got, wow. I got the remakes to Abe's Odyssey. It was like four games. So I'm like, I got to do it. Slay the Spire one. And I started playing that game and I have to give a quick shout out to one of our, uh, uh, Twitter followers at RX Burgess, uh, mm. B-U-R-G-E-S-S who had been for a long time. I hesitate to say begging. Mm-hmm but begging me to play Slay the Spire. And for good reason, he thought that I would really love it. And it turns out I do. This game is fantastic. That's awesome. You pick a hero that has a specific style of card deck. You start with with the same deck uh, as you go. There's like a couple attack cards, a couple defense cards, and a couple skill cards. Okay. Uh, and as you go uh, stage by stage, if you win, you pick up a new card, maybe a potion, maybe a, a, an ability that will last for, for the over the course of the run. Uh, you have an HP bar that is constant. So each each uh, round that you make it through, if you lose a bit of health, you're not going to gain it back. You have to stop at different sites. And you plot a course through the cave, very roguelite fashion, mm-hmm. very traditional. But as you go, you build your deck and it gets more complicated and you use more skills. So it's about learning your hero, learning the enemy types, and then you die and you start over again, but you get some unlocks that make the next one slightly cool. easier. An incredibly addicting game. You know, it's from several years ago, so I don't need to spend too much time talking about it. Uh, but if you're still on the fence as a listener and you haven't played it, definitely give it a shot. Andrew, are you have you ever been a fan of these deck building games? Not really. Not really? I don't know. I feel like some versions of that have bled out into more like uh, skill developing character. 100%. Ones. So yeah. like there is a version of that, yes. but no, not like not hard uh, deck ones. Even even Ooh. like like uh, hard deck. Hard deck. Top, top I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Hamm's just sitting there sweating like, don't like, you go I below don't that. think so. Don't you go below that. I would love if John Hamm just walked around disapprovingly on me. Oh, I really... That's a that's a fetish of mine. I was going to say handsome man disapproves of me. Come mm. on, get out of here. He's got uh, uh, man. If only I were handsome, you'd be rock hard right. Hundred percent. I have constantly constantly. Of you. Uh, I think I would. That would be the motivation I would need to do anything mm. I wanted. Hundred percent. If John Ham disapproved of me. Oh my goodness! You know what's so funny too? I was thinking about how different our Twitter engagements are because. You know, you're, you're getting recommended great video games to try and yes. you, you, you succeed. And my most successful Twitter interaction from last week was about Fraser Crane. So, um, and how you great bring that on yourself. Though. Uh, I will say people come to me when ask Andrew, what about this Fraser Crane? And I said, well, he's a therapist, but he became a radio host <laughs> and in his brother, you wouldn't believe he's also a therapist. Yeah. Um, but yes, and we, you know, so I'm just saying if, uh, if you want to recommend great games for Mikey out there, he'll play them and he's, he's doing a great job of, uh, reporting back. And then if you want to get back to me with what you think about Martin Crane and his chair, uh-huh. uh, I'm here as well. Uh, that is, I think one of these Twitter accounts sounds a little bit more fun than the other. Yeah. And it is definitely the Fraser one. 100% it is, yeah. <laughs> the salad and scrambled eggs. Uh. Yeah, how a weird thing of like, I, I like women that look like Raws now for the rest of my life, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm that big... was like my Elaine thing. Oh, well, t- how can you fight on that one? Elaine's beautiful. You can't. Also, just so cool. Like, oh my goodness, yes. The the other game, so there were, there were two... <laughs> 
Yeah, go right back to it. I, I got to go back yeah, to Yeah, I'm it. sorry. No more about Elaine? Okay. Uh, no, I can't. That's it, too look, bad. I can't get us that off course. We could, we could spend a whole episode on Elaine. Is there an Elaine-based video, video game? game? I think there... Is there a Seinfeld-based video game? There, there has to be, right? There was... I saw someone did like a, an 8-bit point-and-click adventure thing, like <laughs> like pretending to be Seinfeld. Like they just almost like a teaser video, That's and so that, that was really funny to me. That's cool. Um, uh, there have been a couple of those things. Like I know there was uh, someone made a point and click adventure of the of the principal Skinner steamed hams. Yes. There was like a steamed hams video game, and I was like, would people be interested in us playing that on the podcast? Because I I feel like things like that. There was also this this a uh, 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 game like Proteus or something or Proteum, mm. which is a a retro inspired first person shooter that came out in the last oh. couple of years, and I'm like. Would people be interested in us playing those games similar to Shredder's Revenge, which is a very popular episode Absolutely. for us? I feel like we could we could bring that to the table. If you are, let us know because I, I think you and I would both be interested in, in oh, exploring 100%. some of the retro inspired modern games. Out Even there. when you were saying, would people be interested? I'm like, yes, people would. I would. So yes. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. like to do that. Maybe we should. Uh, maybe hey, maybe we should. So what el- what other games were you playing on your Steam Deck? So I did try Transistor for okay. a little bit. It wasn't quite what I was looking for. Mm. I was thinking uh, Bastion, and if, if anyone out there has played Bastion, you'll know that was an incredibly unique game. A narrator that kind of said everything that you were going to do and was very cool. The combat mm. mechanics was almost like, or the weapons were almost like Insomniac-esque, where they were, oh. they really, they felt chunky, and they felt like mm-hmm. they really Uh-oh. informed the combat. Uh-oh, here comes Chunky. <laughs> it had all summer to figure out what kind of game it was. <laughs> the combat was, I could see myself getting into it uh but i put that one down and instead played uh because i keep hearing about it vampire survivors have you heard about this game but no it's have you heard about it have you heard about this game have you heard about this game we should honestly have a segment have have you heard, have about, you heard this? about this have you heard about this yeah uh, have you heard about this well i was just in barcelona so ah this. barcelona barcelona so this sounds I good i can't do it i can't do it Every time they're like, you know, it's actually Barcelona. I'm like, yeah, that's great. That's somebody, that's somebody else's It is problem. to you. It's not, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's just, I, I, don't, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> like, it's like, like, you know, supposedly Ibiza is one of the coolest places Ibiza. in the world. Ibiza. No, thanks. Not to me. I won't go there because of it. I'll, no, I, I I don't care if this makes me an ignorant Western traveler. Uh-huh. I, I'm not too, I'm not doing I that. I am that regardless of whether I pronounce the C, <laughs> th. So look at me. Look, look how I'm dressed. <laughs> There's no way around this, guys. This Hawaiian shirt and cargo <laughs> pants outfit has been fused to my skin. This I, margarita will not leave my hand when this yes. three yard or the, the yard, the yards drink. Did your partner keep turning to you and going like, where did you get that margarita? <laughs> How the, I didn't see the margarita. Like some guys making just a living walking around like margaritas. And you're like, one, <laughs> that would do really well. I think a guy traveling around giving up margaritas. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Regardless, it doesn't have to be in Barcelona. It can no. be anywhere. That's why those hot dog stands have really, they got wheels on them. You got to move that thing just around. Just keep on going. If you just, if there was a guy going by like hot dogs, I'm like, yep, Like absolutely. a fucking paper boy. Yes. yes. Hot dogs to places. <laughs> just throw it right in my mouth. Um, so vampire survivors. <laughs> throw it right in my mouth. Disapproving John Hamm. Well, a vampire would be like, would be like, throw that neck right into my mouth so I can 100% that blood. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I won't spend too much time on this one as well. If you listen to any video game podcasts, I feel like people have talked about it. It's it's one of those weird culty games that everyone, it's wildly addictive. Uh-huh. Also a roguelike game oh. uh, where you pick a character. There's, you don't press buttons in this game. You just control the joystick. Whoa. And as you're moving automatically almost like according to a rhythm a weapon will throw so if you start as one character who has like a knife every like it'll be like doom 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 it'll throw a knife just straight out in front of him so you have to kind of like run around and there are you know 20 enemies on the screen you're kind of avoiding them you try to kill them you 
collect a little bit of experience, you level up, you unlock either another weapon or power up the other one. So you can get like a knife and then a whip. So every, oh. so you go doom, doom for the knife. And then the whip would be like, yeah. In a different direction. So you get to oh. a sense of when everything is going to be set off, where the enemies have to be in relationship to where your weapon arc is, and you try to round them up, kill them, and then collect the experience on the ground. And it starts off, you know, there's 10 enemies on screen and you only have one weapon. And by the end of it, as you start to level up in each run, you've got like six different weapons. They're all leveled up and and there are like literally 400 enemies on the screen and you're trying to navigate wow. all around them. It is wildly addictive cool. it's, it it speaks to the heart of what makes these collectible video games and these achievements work mm. because it's just so blatantly like doesn't it feel good to be more powerful than you just were wouldn't you want to be Absolutely. a little bit more powerful and the fact that you don't even have to press a button to do it means that it's like oh no wonder diablo is so fucking addictive yeah, you just right. want the next thing to loot you want you want the numbers to go up and you want each click to mean more and mm -hmm. that's that's at the heart of what all these games are and experience-based games and it, it fucking works vampire survivors is out there it's relatively inexpensive uh give it a shot if 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 you have a steam deck especially because my god mm. the steam deck was so good to have on oh was trip it to spain yeah oh that's great yeah what, what was the best part about having it like what, what why are you walking away going like this is so good it's it's because there is no if you play the nintendo switch and you play like a modern game on the switch like overwatch for example sure. came out on the nintendo switch and it was a terrible port mm. you could theoretically play overwatch on the steam deck okay uh without any loss of of quality you know it maybe playing it at, at a lower uh, uh, fidelity of graphics or something like that. But everything you play just feels exactly as it would play playing it on a desktop PC and you have the benefit of playing it wherever you want. There's You don't give anything up in terms of quality to play the games that you want to play. Granted, I'm not playing like Doom on it. Okay. You can play Doom yeah. on it. I like the fact that it's got my entire Steam library, all the games that I couldn't have played on any other, uh, uh, any other console. I know I mentioned a couple that, that you could. Uh, it just feels like the the limitations are endless. The one problem is it's so fucking big it couldn't fit into my laptop bag. So my girlfriend had to put it in her backpack for most of the time, which is a little bit, very a little bit annoying to her. Yeah, very supportive. Very, very supportive. supportive. You guys, she, she was on this trip, my Steam Deck carrier. <laughs> Caddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm a little bored. She's like, might I suggest... Slay the Spire? I'm like, great, yeah. Bring, bring that out. Bring that out. Brings it out, displaying. Um, over over these 10 days, I mean, you. I know you've gotten Madden. Uh, uh, yeah. NBA 2K23 has come out. What, yes. what have you been doing in your in your game of time, Andrew? Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I We talked about it a while back that there were some games that I was starting to try because I'd never played. Sure. You know, never played Guardians of the Galaxy. I started yes. playing that. Never played Ghost of Tsushima. I started playing that. But I've started playing, uh, in a big way, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh. And... I'm like about halfway done the game. No, it's a long fucking game. It's a long, well, hopefully I'm halfway done the game. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's so funny? It's just the system of Assassin's Creed. Like we, it's a punchline around here on this podcast. Sure. We use Assassin's Creed as a joke sometimes. Uh, can I clarify? Okay. Sometimes it is a punchline. The yes. diving bell missions are a punchline, but it's also just a touchstone for a specific style of game that a lot of people love. A lot of people just love. not for me. No. And I've, I found that I've played more than I think I have. Uh -huh. Like there's a, by the way, they do all blend together after a while. 100%. And you're like, okay, which, which one's unity? Was yes. That, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. Is yeah. that brotherhood? Which one's that one? Um, this one's good in the way that like they take a format that they have uh -huh. and then they try and apply it to a, uh, a classical period. And then you get to like live in that. Sure. Okay. That part of it, I'm totally down on. Sure. It's cool being, you're, you're a Dane, you're a Viking who is 
gone to England. And so you're kind of raiding sure. England. You're describing um, all of my least favorite parts of the Assassin's Creed games. The history part? Mm-hmm. You like the modern day parts? Yeah, I like the fluorescent bulbs. <laughs> I like the, 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 the gorgeously designed modern office buildings yes, that you get to yes, walk through with yeah. no parkour abilities. I, it's one of my favorite parts. You know, I will say, it's funny you say that because I was playing the game and I'm like, okay, you just, you get obsessed with going like, well, there's a, there's one of those synchron, I haven't synchronized that area yes. yet. There's a bird, you know, logo yes. on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should really synchronize. And you see like there's 30 of them and you're like, I'm going to do all of these. Sure. And you get obsessed with that kind of stuff, right? And so you're like, and you're running and you could ride horses and you could be on boats and you can do everything. And I'm like, okay, here we go. That's really good. And then I get whatever desynchronized all of a sudden i'm in a fucking cabin in 2020 and she's like she's like un, like the character that you're playing she's like uh digging up like she found the skeleton of uh-huh. him and she's like oh you tell so many secrets i'm like i almost threw the controller i was like i forgot that this is part of the game yes this is ridiculous it's so dumb why does this does this help the game in any way? I've doing never story wise. Sure. If I that's guess. the story that they want to tell, but I've never met a single person who enjoys playing through those moments. Oh, it should, you know what they should just do picture in picture. <laughs> Something pops up. I'm still playing Assassin's Creed. Yes. The story of whatever's going idea. on in the office is, is there. You know what? Let me swipe it away. If I want minority report style, <laughs> just get it off. The screen. I, honestly, if you just had like a, a, like a narrator going like, and then that's when I walked over and I'm like, great. Awesome. I'm just sure. going to keep playing this game. hundred percent. Because it is insane. Like you're right. What? I don't even know. I think it's just like a, a story convention that is completely like a cop out. Yes. I just, I don't think it contributes anything to these games. Well, I mean, I say that I I don't know anyone who likes playing those desynchronized moments. I do know people who really like the story of Assassin's Creed. And you can't have one without the other. Sure. So like to say that it doesn't add anything, maybe I disagree with that, but I I would rather them just center the story around being in that time. Like, I, I just like I I guess the argument would be, oh, it's a through line right, for all these right, games. Right, right. No, the through line is that you're part of some kind of weird covenant that yes. like has been in a, a secret society for years. Yes. That's good enough for me. I just don't get like this thing like and then she's like, oh, you know, that the <laughs> synchronization table is like really it's really tough on the body. It's making you sick. I'm like, who cares? Who cares? Why it's not what? a real thing. Why do I supposed to feel guilty about a person <laughs> I could care less about? Oh my God. Just let me be a Viking and chop some heads off. I've been stabbed in the throat six times. I don't care about the event mind poisoning of the abacus or whatever the fuck they call those things oh yeah you're right it is something like that this is how much i'm playing the game and i have no idea yeah because i like voluntarily turn off my brain when that happens i desynchronize from the game when i hit like a a a modern day cinematic in assassin's creed i feel like the same version of myself that was playing metal gear solid on the PlayStation when you're trying to survive the torture and you're just fucking tapping <laughs> actually like, get me out of this like skip this cutscene skip this cutscene skip this thank cutscene. god there's skips cutscenes yes. I'm like okay I just was oh 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 and That's I'm just it. cutting through there um, I, I will say that I'm really enjoying it it's not yeah. a lot of fun so you know it's, what, um, what is your favorite part of the Assassin's Creed game playing it in the modern day like this I, I will say it, it's gotten it's the the fighting has gotten better okay um, it's not as much as like X X and like, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. kind of the Batman, Batman rock sure. stuff sure where it's just a little too simple sometimes. This one, there's actual, I, I feel like it is the most diet uh, junior version of uh, the games that you really like. Sure, like uh, the Dark Souls. Yeah, the, like that. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I think they're trying to do more of that. Okay, that's cool. Of like wearing certain armor that helps protect certain things sure. and certain weapons that you can pick up and do certain things. And then being really strategic about how you fight certain characters. I find that very interesting. I don't think it's, 
totally successful. I think the number of times, like they keep trying, this is my last thing I'll say about it because I don't want to get into this whole argument where I did redemption too, but <laughs> is it, it makes you appreciate big games uh-huh. that are just consistently good because every area you go into, it's just good. And there's something there. Oh, that's really interesting. Right. The number of times in this fucking game, in this huge, huge map, I get stuck and I'm like, okay, this is just, it's, sometimes you're just like, this game, while trying to be huge, uh-huh. didn't, was so focused on quantity over quality. Sure. And you just get, you. it makes you uh, appreciate other games that are really big and go, oh, this is just good. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, no, no, no one makes an open world like Rockstar does. I would yeah. never disparage that. They make no. a fucking lived in world. It's, it's, it's very, very impressive. I've played Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag. Describe to me the difference as someone who's just played Ghost of Tsushima and Assassin's Creed oh, wow. in, in their combat. Because I liked the combat in Ghost of Tsushima, and that was why I played that game as opposed yeah. to an Assassin's Creed. I would say it's tighter. It's it's a very similar style, though. Uh-huh. Um, kind of like multiple people. Yep. You kind of have to watch. There's little tells and when they're going to attack and what sure. kind of attack. And then, you know, that... that that makes you have to parry or use a shield or whatever like that. And there's some strategy about how you, which weapons you use. Like I'll have the shield. So that's my R trigger buttons. And then my, my ax will be my left trigger buttons. Um, I'd say it, the ghost of Tsushima is more successful, um, combat, combat, but, but I will say that Assassin's Creed is better than I thought it would be. I thought that was going to be the biggest like weak spot. But it's, uh, it's only a matter of time before I try another Assassin's Creed game. I, yeah. I feel it. You know, it's like a Call of Duty game. Every few years, I'm just like, I feel the itch and I'm like, okay, this is the year I'm getting back into it. Right. Uh, uh, just for that one year. And then I'm, I'm kind of good. Yeah, yeah. And I know, like, say what you will about Ubisoft, but they made a game in Assassin's Creed Valhalla that gave you 300 hours of content if you wanted it. Like, it's I know crazy. people who have put in diabolical numbers of hours into it. And even as someone who hasn't played an Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag, here's how much Assassin's Creed as a franchise has uh, uh, wormed itself into my consciousness. Mm. When I was in Spain, oh boy. I was visiting some of the old castles like Alhambra in in uh, in in Granada. And all I was doing was looking around like, there's a handhold, there's a handhold. <laughs> if I wanted to, I could climb up there. I could do this. Like, I... It has now informed how I look at historical structures, nice. which is so weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> All those, uh, and I jumped in a bunch of hay bales. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little, the little swords on your uh, wrists. I yeah. did, I did. Uh, I cut off my fingers so that they could come out properly. It was, oh, it was really neat. That's really disgusting. Yeah, but they grew back. Okay, good. I'm yeah, glad I didn't that. know they would. You're part lizard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I found lizard. out. I found out. Yeah. Describes the forked tongue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no sweating no sweating yeah 100 uh, percent. uh a little pouch out of which shit and piss comes <laughs> is that true i think so i had an iguana once mm-hmm. it just had one little like patch and then ever like it was like a bird like how birds piss and shit out of one place i also didn't know that either you didn't know i'm that? learning so much today what else can i teach you yeah about seriously shit? yeah um, what, what other did you go to a piss and shit museum that i didn't know about or that was part of the torture museum 100 yeah, yes. yeah 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 <laughs> They're like, look at all the piss and shit we collected from these people. <laughs> oh, oh, somebody snaps, take a photo. Well done, yeah. Well done. Okay, yeah. Uh, listen, uh, speaking of piss and shit, I would piss and shit myself if I had to take part in a combat for my mortality. It is uh, the game of this week, Mortal Kombat 2. Why are we doing this, Andrew? Because it's the 30th anniversary of the Mortal Kombat franchise. Okay. It came out on October 8th, the original Mortal Kombat, October 8th, uh, 1992. Okay. That's 30 years. Once again, I'm going to check with you to make sure the math is correct on that. that. That sounds good to me. There you go. 30 years. Now, we've actually done Mortal Kombat 1 on this podcast. Yes. 
twice. twice. <laughs> uh, we've done that for a, sh- a small number of games where we did a, a banger of a game early on in this podcast's life cycle. Yeah. And then determined that it would probably make more sense for us to go at it again. We were trying to reserve some space for higher reviews. Yeah. We also weren't as... Uh, uh, in tune with playing retro games, sure. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We didn't have that perspective. Yeah, let me ask you this, actually. Uh-huh. After play, after doing this podcast for the four plus years that we've been doing it, um, do you feel more of an affinity towards retro? Has, has, it, has it informed your ability to play retro games and made you want to play more of them more often? Or are you still oh, more of so a funny. modern Game Boy? I'm still of a modern... I'm a modern Game Boy. I'm a modern Game Boy. <laughs> I'm a modern Game Boy. You know me. Yes. Um, but... I think this this podcast scratches niche. We get to go back and play games weekly yes. that you know people don't go back and play. And the number of times that I see people that listen to the podcast and they're just like, "Oh, that must have been fun going back to play that game." Yes. It's almost like this weird thing of saying that like it's fun that you have that opportunity to do sure. that, um, even though everyone does. I they know. just choose not to. I, you could. Yeah. It's so yeah. easy. You yeah. know. But um, but yeah. No, I don't think it. I don't think it does. But being able to play hundreds of games yes. has given us a better perspective on literally what, hundreds of games. Yeah. What is good and what is not good. Yeah. You know what I, I, mean? I agree. And it's also allowed us to play retro games better, knowing what to yeah, expect. That's a good point. Knowing, knowing primarily what to expect in terms of the speed and pacing of a game. Cause one of the primary issues we had with the original mortal Kombat back when we first played it was how slow it oh was. God, yeah. Now, one of the major changes between mortal Kombat one and mortal Kombat two, which came out uh, June 25th, 1993. Uh, so less than a year after the original mortal Kombat game is that they basically doubled the speed of the game. Wow. So it's a much faster game. That's more of what I remember about the Mortal Kombat franchise was, was the speed, whereas the first one was, was a lot slower. The second one is what, when we talk about franchise bleed, like you like yeah. you with Assassin's Creed and a lot yeah. of these other games, remembering only specific parts that may not have been in the earlier entries into the franchise. I, I really remember the speed of Mortal Kombat, and that's something that didn't come until Mortal Kombat 2 in 1993. Oh, okay, cool. Um, um, now, 30th anniversary. Yes. We're, we're fans of video games. We're on social media. Haven't heard very much about the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat, right? Interesting. No yeah. one's talking about yeah. it. Now, uh, uh, if you're thinking why well, I, I haven't heard much about it, you're not alone. There was one kind of hint at a 30th anniversary, quote-unquote, edition of oh, a Mortal Kombat okay. coming out. It was a leak that happened. Amazon accidentally uh, put it live before they should have. This was back in August of 2022. There was a 30th anniversary edition of Mortal Kombat. Uh, guess what's in it? A video game. That that Yes, mm-hmm. you're correct. Mm-hmm. Which video game? Uh, I don't know. Dealer's Choice. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Um, okay. Uh, maybe... Down more characters. Uh, what, what, like, oh, you get something? Well, see, here's a the funny thing. Towel. I asked which game, and you're assuming it's going to be the original Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat 11, the game that people uh-huh. have already played. It's out now. I think yeah. it's on both Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. It's Mortal Kombat 11, the, the uh, uh, Ultimate Edition, and a copy of the Mortal Kombat movie from 2021 that's the 30 year anniversary so it leaked on amazon the internet lost their minds because it was absolute dog shit and as of it was supposed to come out i think uh september 23rd or something okay so as of this recording i have seen neither hide nor hair of the actual product being released out there maybe they pulled back and they're like oh people don't want this let's just pretend that the leak was incorrect and we're just not bringing this to uh to to the 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 public which was probably the smart move to make i love that the anniversary edition was a guy looking around a warehouse and going like um 
the movie. <laughs> and we got a lot of those. And yeah, like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, it's not it's bad. It's just, it's, it, you're right. It's like, it's like filling up a grab bag full of things that people <laughs> didn't want. Cause the movie came out on HBO max in, in 2021. Yeah. And we watched it. We did that over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash retrograde podcast. Uh, uh, and we enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It's weird. Cause I think back to it and I'm like, Immediate, I'm like, oh, bad movie. But then I remember I liked it. I had fun with it. Yeah. I think you liked it more than me. Now I think I did. I think now I did. that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, it was also like height of pandemic time. Yes. And, I, and it was a new movie. I think they could have, it could have been the biggest piece of garbage. It would have been like, yes. That's I, a good point. Thank you. Thank it was, you it was fun at this point because we were finally getting some home releases of new movies because yeah, people yeah, were yeah. holding off thinking the pandemic was only going to last a couple weeks. Turns <laughs> out, not true. Not true. Uh, <laughs> uh, it didn't last at all because it was fake. Uh, that's not true. Um, the uh, So Mortal Kombat 2, as I mentioned, 1993 in the arcade, uh, specifically September 9th, 1994 okay. uh, for the Genesis, SNES, and the Game Gear. Um, the SNES version allowed for blood this time. Oh, if you remember, yes. uh, uh, the original Mortal Kombat on the SNES didn't have blood green. It was I think it was green. And even that was on lock. You had to do through the menu. But because that they determined actually affected sales, oh. um, they they allowed for for blood in this time. And John Tobias, the game was developed uh, by uh, uh, in tandem. The, the two people largely credited are John Tobias and Ed Boon. John Tobias said that the SNES version was his favorite non-arcade version, which oh. you would think it would be the Genesis, yeah. just based on graphical fidelity and all that. But I think we'll do the SNES version just based on the fact cool. that that he said that that was his favorite one. Wonder why he said that controller. It was he thought it was just the truest. Uh, because uh, you know you, it's it's a port, right? And not all ports are one to one. And you know the graphics were it wasn't the same graphical styling as the arcade version with like the the filmed cameras and all mm-hmm, that. Like mm-hmm. we know Mortal Kombat to be right, so it's more pixelated. But he said the flow of it, the movement, all of that rem, uh, resembled uh, the arcade flow and combat much closer than the the Genesis version okay. or the Game Boy version or the uh, the Game Gear version. Huh. Um, okay. Developed and published by Midway for arcades and published by Acclaim for the home versions. Uh, um, the notes section on Wikipedia is hilarious okay. for this one because it's like, it's basically saying like, it, it's Mortal Kombat. It's very influential. People <laughs> like this game. Like there's, it's just like, what do you want me to say yeah. here? How am I going to teach you anything you don't know? The general notes section. But there were, there were some things that I wanted to pick from and some other articles that I read. Let's go through some not- notable changes for Mortal Kombat. I'd love one. to. Uh, there are some knockback moves. So you know how the, the uppercut will shoot you into the air. There's some knockback moves that will push you to, to one end of, of the screen. Okay. That was a little bit of a cool. change. Uh, there's more variety in standard hits in terms of kicks and punches, high kicks, high punches, more special moves, more finishers. Um, and, and then, as I mentioned, the, the, uh, the speed has been essentially doubled, which right. I think would have been my biggest complaint about Mortal Kombat 1. Sure. So it's good to see that that was largely addressed in, in this one. Is this the one where there's like crazy characters now all of a sudden there there is an addition to to the characters so so let's go through that oh, okay. and then and then we'll finish off with some of the changes uh so the characters you have baraka uh, new character one of my favorite i just i love baraka, yeah, I, don't, baraka. I don't know what it is baraka hussein <laughs> it's important it's i important, say it. it's important i say his, it's important his i say it uh <laughs> Jax is here. Oh, Jax. Okay. Uh, Johnny Cage as a returning character. Yeah. Katana is a new character. Kung Lao is a new character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Liu Kang, obviously a returning character. Uh, Melina, Raiden returning. Reptile returning. Scorpion returning. Wait, Reptile's in the first game? He, as a secret character. Oh. Yes. Uh, basically just a palette swap with Scorpion. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, Shang Tsung returning yeah. uh, and Sub Zero's returning. Notable omissions, as I mentioned, mentioned Sonya and Kano. Mm. Uh, you only see them in the game held as prisoners in uh, the background <laughs> of Shao Kahn's arena. Cool, insulting, yeah, and very insulting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> These guys suck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as I mentioned, not included because they were they were the least picks. Now, mm. an interesting thing happened: the actors who played Sonya and Kano were like, "You included our likeness in the game." Oh, That's yeah. us. Yeah. And they didn't get any compensation for it. What? They tried to sue them twice and lost both times. So there huh. must have been something in the contract about uh, like, we can yeah. use your likeness in perpetuity or something along those yeah. lines. Or maybe they changed it enough to warrant it. But that would be quite a bummer. It's going to be weird when we see them as prisoners and it's like, why does he have a, th a thought? But I'm a stupid baby. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know, like we can do whatever we want. Well, speaking of stupid babies, yeah, one of the finishing uh, moves in this, you know, speaking in addition of stupid babies, speaking of stupid babies, oh. uh, the addition of babalities in this game was another thing. There were more finishers. Each character had at least two uh, fatalities, cool. not including the environmental kills, but you also had babalities and friendships. Uh, some of like those additions were part of a concerted effort to make the game a little bit more comical. I think as graphics get better, this is just a theory, but okay. as graphics get better and as gore gets ramped up, I think you need to introduce an element of camp. Otherwise it, uh, starts to feel a little bit too much. You know, do you like that? Do you like the babality and the friendships and stuff like that? I don't mind it uh -huh. i'm a little indifferent towards it yeah. i i do like it for the reason that it allows for trolling you know okay. if, if you rip my spine out right and and floss your fucking teeth with it uh -huh. or something mm -hmm. i don't know mm -hmm. that i don't think that's that a, a real good, one, but though. it sounds pretty good yeah maybe baraka uh, would do that. but yeah baraka sounds like yeah. that he's got those big teeth yeah big teeth um um <laughs> if you if you if you do that that's one thing that's part of the game but mm -hmm. if you become my friend if you use a friend if you make me a gift if you give me a gift because i think baraka also has that he like looks gives gives them a gift uh that feels like a troll right you know you just uppercut my head real hard real hard knock you square off the ground square off the ground wow. uh, and then you give me a gift i don't oh, want that gift 100 i don't want to be your friend there should be disrespect I think that would be good. Like, like you like offer to help him up. And you, no, and you pull oh, up your that's hand. amazing. That'd well, be good. Is, I like this. Let's, let's get into this. If you, okay. What element of fatalities? We have the, the fatalities. We have the babalities. We have the friendships. I think there's animalities at animalities. one point uh, later on sure. in, in Mortal Kombat. Uh, um, what is the type of fatality genre mm -hmm. that you think would work best in in mortal Kombat? is it is it that yeah it's like some kind of disrespect yeah. like just like but petty like very petty yes like i understand that i could turn you into a pretzel and that's kind of fun like or whatever i rip so out like, your spine or something like or that or they're but, free falling but <laughs> yes yeah be very petty yes and the heartbreakers <laughs> yes. yes uh is it yeah i think that would be so much better just like they're on the ground and they're like whatever and you just kick dirt in their eyes yeah 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 yeah. like yeah, little yeah. things that yeah. just kind of like whatever you know i think that would be really you good spit on them a little yeah bit. cc all reply email you know what i mean like <laughs> the annoying as, stuff as per my last email yes, yes, yeah exactly i think what i would want is a a uh, uh boredality <laughs> where you just bore them in some way. Some like 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 you have you have Kung Lao explaining the making of his bladed hats in vigorous detail. Like that's <laughs> persons just dies like as they're doing it they just like disintegrate in it in, and get mummified because they're yeah. so bored people think i could buy these anywhere i have to go to atlanta there's only this one guy that makes it and then i sorry you good no okay then i go to my blade guy it's not two separate guys two separate guys and then he's just like <laughs> melting it's like energy vampire shit no, yeah exactly like yeah. an energy vampire exactly like that uh uh oh god what a fucking good show i no, love i love uh, what we do in the shadows so much um okay how about this i'll ask you this oh, yeah, yeah. if you 
had a fatality. Mm. You you punch me in the gut. Right. And I'm fucking stunned. Right. This is the second time you've done this to me in two rounds. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just wobbling. We're wobbling. You got a chance to finish me off. What what are you doing? So what I would do is uh yeah, oh, so Mikey's wobbling. Don't do that. That makes that, that's making me sick. <laughs> <laughs> um is I was thinking about this earlier. I think so. I said tie into a pretzel. You were thinking about this earlier? I well, I knew we were doing this game. And so I was thinking, you know, that we I knew they were doing the game, and so when the most modern versions, the only thing I ever hear about with Mortal Kombat like eleven, yes, is that like, oh, you gotta see these fatalities. Yes. Like it's it's so crazy, right? Uh-huh. Kind of thing. And I'm like, I wonder how crazy it could be. It'd be great if they could I tie you into a pretzel and I put mustard on you and eat you. I love that. Isn't that good? If if all of your fatalities surrounded like eating ballpark type food. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I open a box of Cracker Jacks and it's a bunch of your heads or something like that. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. I like that a lot. I think, I don't know, ballpark feet <laughs> fatalities. And you're like, oh, that means you take a baseball bat to their head? No, that's too simple. No, no, not not even close. <laughs> I, I, I dive head first through you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just a hole left in you. And then somebody comes by and looks into the it's hole like, safe. yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I, I think I'd probably go simple. Okay. I'd, I think I'd probably like slit you open, okay. clear out some space and wear you like a tauntaun or something like that. That's a really good one. That uh, is a really good and one. And I don't know if this is asking too much, but like the next stage, I'm still wearing <laughs> your skin. And then if I beat the next person, I throw that on. Yeah. So you can kind of see the progression. Like if you were to cut Kirby open like a tree mm-hmm. and see how many, because people don't know this, when Kirby <laughs> becomes someone, that layer of skin mm. envelops his past layer and you can see the rings, how many people he's, 100%. and that would be me. Yeah. M- Michael Myers and Kirby are closer than we think. Uh, no, wait, no. Uh, Leatherface. Okay. Uh, sorry, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I forgot that the mask was a mask and not somebody else's face. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> Halloween, a uh, new Halloween movie coming yeah, out to yeah. everybody. Uh, um, no, that's a really good one. I really like that. But I also like that you, the, the fatality should be way longer than they need to be. Yes. Like they should be minutes <laughs> yes. long. Yeah. And so like you cut, you wear them like a tauntaun and then the next level you're like, oh, I'm a stupid idiot. Like just walking around <laughs> like, look at me. Uh, you go to their job the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That, that's what it would be. I mm. think there would, speaking of there would be room to just like fart in their mouth and blow them up like a yes. big balloon. Yes. That would probably be back to my disrespect thing. You walk by them as they're like <laughs> passed out and you just kind of fart on them a little bit and then keep walking. I think the disrespect should absolutely be a fatality uh, style in this. I love that so much. Yeah. Uh, so let's go. Uh, let's go into the uh, the story of this game because I know you're very interested in the story of fighting games. I, yeah, the, st- the story around the fighting game. You know, I will say, okay. So because yeah. Mortal Kombat, one of the more simple premises of all time. Yes. There is a fight for the existence of humanity. Everyone comes from their different, you know, worlds, I guess, or something like who's that. Who's the best? Yeah, who's the best? Really easy premise. Really good. Also, like, an easy sell. You can imagine why they've made four movies sure, now or sure. whatever it is. Like, oh, we're just going to take a fighter from all these different styles and see who's the best. Okay, yeah. great. Awesome. Um, but then you also, at the same time, go like, it almost makes no sense if you think too much about it. And so, but yet, these fucking games always go like, hey, we're going to think a lot about it. <laughs> like... You, you won't believe how much we think about There's this. a lot of canon. There's a lot of story around Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's, that's the weirdest. Nick Cannon himself. Yeah. There's a lot of canon in this, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of little cannons running around, because that yeah, guy what has What is that kids. all about? <laughs> that guy has kids, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Somebody's got to teach him about condoms. Or yeah. just give his kids some money. Like, if you really didn't care. Yeah. I, I guess there is some aspect of that, where it's like, I, guess, I don't care. Like, Do you think okay. there's any kids... <laughs> 
whose name he doesn't remember. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I think crazy. George Foreman figured it out by just naming them all George. Yes. yes. Like, he's like, well, I'm never going to forget this ever. <laughs> Georgina's and George's just running around. Amazing. Um, uh, uh, so, so the story here. So we all know mm-hmm. the story of Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah, I just said it. You, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and at the end of it, uh, Liu Kang beat Shang Tsung, right. who was hosting this this tournament of fighters. That's the canonical ending. He beat the host. He beat the host. <laughs> just like every party I go to. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, party's hey, over. Who's hosting this <laughs> yeah, bullshit? Time to kick the shit out of that guy. Um, uh, uh, so Shang Tsung has to go back and beg Shao Kahn to spare him. Okay. Because he's, I mean, the thing that confuses me about this, it's Mortal Kombat. Mm. How's Shang Tsung alive? I guess he teleported out of there. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. And he's immortal or something like that. Uh, it could be that. Yeah, could good be enough. That. So uh, uh, the reason why Shang Tsung claims he lost, oh. he's just like, look, we hosted this tournament in the wrong place. What mm. if, he says to Shao Kahn, we brought all of the Earthrealm fighters to us oh. really far away in the outer realms. Right. Then we'd, they'd be jet lagged. <laughs> we'd have home court advantage. <laughs> And Shao Kahn says, that's a great plan. I'm going to give you your youth back and give you another chance to beat Liu Kang in nice. a round of Mortal Kombat. It's basically the argument of home field advantage and, and they use it. And Shao Kahn's like, that's a great point. <laughs> also, my ankle was hurting that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, ate yeah. something weird for lunch. And you're yeah. like, okay. Right, yeah. yeah. A lot of excuses. A lot of excuses, but all of them add up. <laughs> I wasn't sleeping well that yeah, week. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I right. think I may have had COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. sure. What's COVID? That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were vaccinated. <laughs> Apparently it doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. Travel all the way over to another world and I've still got to deal with this bullshit. Um, uh, you can beat the game. Mortal Kombat 2 as any character. There mm-hmm. are endings that you will see after beating the game as those characters, but there is one canonical ending and it's once again when Liu Kang uh, uh, beats uh, Shao Kahn cool. in the very end. So uh, uh, I mentioned the the characters who were returning. Yeah. There are some unplayable characters as well uh, who, are, who are sort of bonus hidden characters. There's Jade, Noob, Cybot, and Smoke. Uh, Smoke. In order to fight Jade, you have to win one round before the question mark stage, which is a randomized stage in the tournament, with without anything but low kicks and without blocking. How did people figure this out before the internet? Very hard. Honest to God. But that wasn't the only Easter egg, actually, in this game. There, oh. there were a few of them. Uh, uh, in the arcade, the 250th round that you would play in a two-player match, okay. th- like the 250th okay. round that that, that that cabinet would play, oh. went to Pong, with Mortal Kombat sound effects. Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome. That's so right? cool. It's imagine being there and playing it and not having a clue how it just happened. This is the kind of shit that you'd go back to on in the schoolyard. Yes. And be like, okay, and then it turned into Pong, but I heard finish him and people are like, fuck No off. one would believe you. And there's no fucking, internet. Yeah, Daryl's no such internet. a liar. Daryl sucks. Yeah. Let's uppercut him. Toasty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Toasty, speaking of uh, uh-huh. uh, Dan Forden, the guy behind the Toasty, returns in this game. Uh, um, uh, and he and he's just as Toasty as ever. People are clamoring for it. They wanted Toasty back. Oh, my the God. Toasty boy. Um, uh, noob, in order to face Noob Saibot, you have to win 50 consecutive fights, uh, 25 consecutive fights on Makes the Genesis. Sense. But imagine winning 50 consecutive fights in the arcade. That's fucking crazy. Oh, my God. It's like um, your job at that point. It is. Yeah. It is. Noob Saibot, by the way, this is really cool. I mentioned the 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 two people who were primarily credited with the development of this mm-hmm, and creation mm-hmm. of this game, Ed Boone and John Tobias. Boone, mm-hmm. noob. Oh, Tobias, 
Cybot. Oh, backwards. Love Cybot. That's great. And uh, I, that that was that was a great little bit of information yeah. as well. So if, if people didn't know that, now you know. Now you know. And you had to come to the retrograde to find it out, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't even have to win 50 games in a row to find that out. No, you didn't. No. You didn't. Uh, you just had to be our best friends. Mm -hmm. uh, bosses in this game that are, also aren't playable, Kentaro and Shao Kahn. Uh, there's no Goro in this game either. There's no Goro. Eh? No Goro. Huh. He shows up in one of the intro cinematics, kind of, but that's, that's about it. That's, he's got to be... Who... Who do you think in popular culture is the most popular Mortal Kombat character? Like, who do you think Ooh. has cultural resonance? Raiden, probably. Oh, Raiden. I think, yeah, Raiden, probably. Or it's, honestly, Johnny Cage is up there, too. Yeah, but maybe probably. Not as much. Goro, I think, would, would probably Goro's be... got to be either number, top three, right? Yes, yes, And I for think sure. either Scorpion or Sub-Zero is in there, but... Oh, fuck, yeah, of Yeah, course, just because the mask and, like, you know I mean? Do you remember, like, Halloween's around the corner? Yes. Uh, do you remember people dressing up? as scorpion and uh sub-zero i do yeah. i've seen it i've seen it before as well uh and that ended up becoming one of those like generic party city yes like, party store halloween store uh, in a costumes. bag yes, easy exactly. one to just come out of okay just just quickly though okay do, this this year halloween coming up uh -huh. is it, are we just going to be completely drowning in top gun uh, yeah, i think you have to be we already were before maverick yeah, but that's we, true. We always think that. Like, we always thought we were going to get a lot of the Joker. We always thought we were going to get... Like, there's always that We do, one. though. We, we, yeah, we, <laughs> we do. get a lot of the Joker. We get a lot of the Joker. <laughs> still, still. Deservedly so. He's the hero we deserve, not the hero we need. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just... I want to know how I got the... No, no. Craig. God. Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. I don't want to know how we got the weird guy in the office always dresses up as the Joker for yeah. Halloween. You're like, oh God, he's going to kill us all. Uh, <laughs> Not again. Geez, this is the time. Here we go. This is it. These rules around <laughs> HR. We couldn't fucking fire the maniac. All right. Um, now he's allowed to bring a knife to work. <laughs> Why are we okay with that? He's like, it's for my hard boiled eggs. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> you're going to kill us. We know you're going to kill us. It's not even going to be a surprise. It <laughs> yeah, won't even be fun for you. We're expecting it. it. I'm here. Just do it now. Do Fine. It now. I don't even want to get this project. Don't do it after <laughs> I finish this project. Yes. Don't don't make this be the last thing that I do. I'll do it Friday at 4.50. No, no, you're an asshole. Darryl, fuck you, Daryl. God damn it. Um, uh, development of this game. Uh, interesting. After Mortal Kombat 1 sold over 6 million copies in the home version, Midway wasn't even considering doing a sequel. They wanted mm. to make a Star Wars game. Because back then, sequels weren't really thought of, especially in in arcades. Like it wasn't it wasn't an immediate uh, 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 acceptance that like right. you do a good game, well, you, you do another, you make one. another yeah. one, uh, and then uh, and then they obviously like their development company that'd or production be... company was like, yeah, no, you got to fucking do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're making a lot of money. Uh, that would be a very interesting time for Star Wars too. The prequels hadn't come out. There's a long distance between yeah. the original movies and stuff. And I wonder Midway would have been behind. It. I know it would have been a cool game. Probably. And Midway, especially John Probably. Tobias being a a like a comic book designer primarily. Uh, I think it, the team of Ed Boon and John Tobias, you know, we talk about this all the time, how uh, some game de developers almost get pigeonholed by making a game that's too good and right. they never really get to branch out. Michelle Ancel being the example with mm -hmm. Rayman uh, um, and and maybe even Lauren Lanning with the the uh, Oddworld sure. games as well. Um, but but yeah, so we, we didn't get that. Obviously, we got the sequel and it was very, very well received. It was America's highest grossing arcade game in 1994. The arc Arcade cabinet itself sold 27,000 units, uh, which doesn't sound like a ton. No. But they considered a great selling arcade cabinet to be 5,000 units. Oh, my God. So this was over five times as successful as a quote unquote great selling arcade yeah. cabinet. It doesn't sound like a lot, though. You know it doesn't. I mean? it was doesn't. there 27,000 arcades? Of course there was. It feels like there'd be 100,000 arcades in, you know, the States, but I don't know. Maybe. I mean, 100,000, think about it per state, yeah. how many that would have to be. Well, I guess, like, like, I guess based on the population, but I don't know. Now I'm really, now I'm really galaxy braining this one, but. So there's, a, there would, that would put about 540 cabinets per state. 
That's, that's right. a lot. Yeah, I guess so. That's a lot for like Iowa. Yeah, yeah. But not New York. Well, no, Iowa had 2,000. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows Iowa, the arcade state. The arcade state. Come for our arcades. Stay. As far as the eyes can see. Stay for the potatoes. <laughs> that's Idaho. Not the best ones. <laughs> that's a, that's that's the quantity. Everyone yeah. gets Idaho potatoes because there's a lot of them. The best potatoes. The best potatoes. Iowa. That's like everyone thinks Japan for for sushi. Mm-hmm. And you know Japan orders a lot of their uh, their their seafood from Nova Scotia. Really? So yeah. No, that's actually true. So Nova Scotia has fantastic uh, sushi as well. So you want the best? What the <laughs> hell go is going on right now? <laughs> is that true? That is actually true. Wow. Okay. Japan. The orders- island of Japan. Uh huh. Orders it seafood. Some of it. Some of it. Yeah. From Especially halfway like across the world. Most of, most of their tuna. Oh. Comes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay. Now. Okay. Yeah, very good. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Everyone learned something I feel about sushi now. Smart. <laughs> uh, opening week, this game sold fifty million dollars worth. Two point five million copies distributed over the first month of its release. That's higher grossing than any of the blockbusters that year, including Forrest Gump, True Lies, The Mask, and The Lion King. Wow. Uh, this was one of the. This was the moment in gaming, I think, where they realized that the uh, possibilities of revenue coming in were higher than Hollywood could, mm-hmm. could compete with. Uh, so a big change, I think a big sea change in terms of what development companies and what entertainment properties wanted to put their money behind. Metacritic gave this an 88%. Right. Oh, wow. Very good. EG, good. EGM gave it an 8.25. CVG gave it a 96%. GamePro, 20 out of 20. <laughs> it, it never ceases to amaze me. So if you're new to this podcast, we there's a common occurrence where GamePro just gives things perfect perfect scores. They're just constantly they were just high on on LSD the entire time. This is the greatest thing every week. Some fucking reporter like bursts down the door of the editor and goes, "Well, we got it. That's it. The most perfect game of all time. It just happened to appear on my desk. You got to play it. And then next week, some other bullshit will come back. You won't believe this. Like Batman. Yes. The Batman game we did was a five out of five. That was the first time we realized we're like, what? What is going on at GamePro? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I used to uh, read think, GamePro a lot. I think up, I too. know, Andrew. What's that? Uh, yeah. Cashola, baby. Kachinga. <laughs> Cashality. Cash out. Here, here's how I uh, stuff cash in their mouth as yeah, they fall exactly. down. Yeah, and then pull their ar- like put their arm in the air, pull their arm off as though it's like a cash register. <laughs> cash out's coming out of their mouth or their butt. Actually, yeah. Okay, here's an idea. So they're lying on the ground, okay, right? and you stuff their uh, mouth with change. Sure, okay, and then you just run up and kick them in the nuts as hard as you can, and just change <laughs> flies out of their mouth. That'd be great. That's a great one, right? I like that one. Man, I'm going to be so disappointed when we do these fatalities. It's going to be like, mm, I guess. It's going to be like, yeah, it's like Sub-Zero puts you into ice and then uppercuts the top half of your body off. It's yeah, like, like, yeah, we could have been, okay. been better than that. Okay. You should have worn them like a Tauntaun. <laughs> Uh, uh, speaking of fatalities, this game was banned in Germany. Uh, it received green blood and some censored, like it would turn to black and white or like the screen would black out sometimes for the fatalities in Japan. Oh, wow. Uh, but like in Germany, it was bad enough that like, if you had the game, they could confiscate it from you. Like Jesus. it was not, yeah, you were not, I mean, you know, the Germans, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. confiscating, uh, confiscating. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the ESRB, we, we know this already from Mortal Kombat one essentially made, uh, was formed in response to the controversies around Mortal Kombat one. Interestingly. John Tobias said that they were in favor of a a an, uh, a body determining what the rating of a game was. Right. He said it took a lot of pressure off. This game was an M for mature, so there wow. was no controversy anymore. Yeah. People knew what was in it. They they knew that it was it was going to have blood. That the rating says it on there. And so if it gets in the hands of a kid. 
that's not their problem anymore. Right. They right. they were marketing something as what it was. They put it. It's it's like if you you could sell the double down at KFC, mm-hmm. but it's been approved by some health standards board. So it's not like it's poison, like the FDA. Yeah. It's not poisoning you, you know? No, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Like, well, what we're not tricking anybody. Yes. People know what they're getting exactly. into. You know? Exactly. Um, that's really interesting. I didn't, uh, we talked about that for Mortal Kombat 1, the the, the uh, development of the rating system yes. because of it. Sure. Like, yes. you know what I mean? I know that was probably very controversial at the time uh-huh. because you feel like it's some level of censorship. But, you know, we do this with movies and it's just so people have like, it's also the other one too is like, especially with no rentals now, like you kind of need to know what you're getting into when you're buying a game. That's true. I don't know. Like, I, I know that it's like a very accepted thing, but it's, it's I'm glad that they found that there is, uh, that is positive for them as well. I, I don't think there's any negative to having a ratings board. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I get well, that it's frustrating if you're a kid yeah. and you can't play it. Yeah. Uh, you know, assuming there's no politics there, but it'd be tough, you know, that the politics around that. Sometimes the ratings are a little weird. Like you can say fuck, but only once. And, and only like once. You can show one titty. But it, but that's the weird part. Like I am, well, well, in general, I'm against censorship. But is that like you hear about famous stories about movies and they're like, I cut out two frames and they let us, and then yes. we got down to, yes. we were an X and then we went to an R. And you're like, oh, okay. Or NC-17 or whatever right. it was, right? And you're like, what the fuck two frames? You know what I mean? There's some stuff where you're like, or there's whole scenes that, you know, maybe they had to re- work sure could have been good for the story i don't know you know what i mean i get that i think i think maybe the issue then shouldn't lie with the ratings board it should lie with the ability for those movies to be shown in maybe it's the corporate culture Mm. of like cineplex or something like that where or amc where it's like no we'll allow for x movies to be shown yeah but there's just a different standard for uh uh age or you just know what you're getting yourself into like why wouldn't that be allowed to be shown you know it's funny though it's now i've never even thought about this but like now with netflix because they're pretty uh conservative with this kind of stuff it's not like aggressively uh violence and you know nudity and stuff like that in these movies but you have many different streaming services. I think it's actually more invasive because it's like broadcast into your house or into your phone or you know whatever it is instead of us purchasing a ticket. Yeah, and going yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah, for yeah, 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 yeah. Eh, I'm just you know some down no, just pontificating out loud. No, it's it's great, Andrew. Our listeners love when you pontificate. 100%. <laughs> Game you, Pro, you just did a boardality to us. I did honestly. <laughs> Game Pro just gave me a twenty out of twenty for my speech. <laughs> Uh, listen, you know, Mortal Kombat 2, do you have an affinity towards 2 over 1 or 1 over 2? What were your experience? Do you even have a separation between the games in your I head? I honestly probably don't. There is going to be a line eventually that as we keep doing these games yes. where it's like, oh, this is the game that I stopped playing. Yes. You know, because I just remember like too many characters and all of a sudden we're like, who the hell is this? Yes. There's a seventh version of Sub-Zero. Sure. You know? um, but I definitely played uh, Mortal Kombat 2 a lot. So yes, I, I did prefer this game more because when we went back to play number one, I was like, holy shit, this is slow and i think it was more because we were used to the speed of number two i i agree i i think i played way more mortal kombat one than mortal kombat two um i'm just looking this up because now i can't remember off the top of my head was jacks in mortal kombat one One. no his first appearance appearance was in mortal kombat two and the reason i ask is because i remember jacks and i remember sonya so i clearly played both of them right um, but I don't remember specifically which one I spent more time with. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. much franchise bleed over Ugh. which game was which. We're talking about 93, 94. I would have been like five years old at this time. So I, I was, my parents were awful. They didn't pay attention to the ESRB <laughs> and they beat me. 
So I wanted to learn how to have strong arms and cut them open like a tauntaun. (laughs) (laughs) So I played this game. I played this game. Um, uh, But no, this is is a a game that I I definitely spent time with. It was an easy arcade purchase for me when I would see it there, especially because I was used to playing it on the Super Nintendo. So the graphics were not the the kind of live action graphics that you got in the arcade. Um, uh, So I always like to experience that, that higher graphical fidelity. But like, man, what can I say about Mortal Kombat as a franchise? Uh, I fucking loved it. I loved, I loved it. Mortal Kombat. I, I played the shit out of it. You and I used to play this game mm-hmm. a lot. We would we would often our families would go together uh, in the winters to like go skiing or something like yeah. that in in a place near nearby where we lived, and we would bring up a console and we would just play Mortal Kombat against one another all the time. So with that said, Andrew, um, um, because we don't have you know a, a ton of a differentiation between Mortal Kombat's one and two, but we've definitely played both of them. Yeah. Do you want to get into our reviews of I, these games? Yeah, I uh, think before, we should before we actually play them. This is tough though. Like it really is hard to go like okay so wait and we're only just we're kind of scratching the surface four four years into this podcast but like as we start doing two three four and then you're going like okay wait yes what score do I give this versus number one I got to be honest I don't know that I played Mortal Kombat three I think I think Mortal Kombat two is where I ended okay I'd have to look it up to know for sure but if I did it was nowhere near the amount of time that I spent with uh uh with 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 Mortal Kombat's one and two no yeah no I w- I would completely agree with you um okay. Man, what score do I give this out of four? Well, I'm sorry. Can you explain the scoring system to me? Oh, yeah, I would love to, Andrew. Uh, For those of you who are new or may have just forgotten, Mm -hmm. we each give these games a rating out of four bits based on our memory of the game uh, from when we we were playing it, just as as we mentioned, Little little Game Boys. Little Game Boys. This is is a subjective review just Mm -hmm. based purely on our perspective of it as kids, not critics. No. Then we actually play the game, and we're going to come back after the break and give it a rating another one out of four bits for the the two of us, which is how the game holds up in the modern day against the likes of modern games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla or... Or Mortal Kombat 11, for that uh, matter. How did these games hold up? So, Andrew, why don't you start off with your rating out of four bets? Yeah, okay. Wow. Um, this game is a legend, and I played the absolute hell of it. And the reason I know Mortal Kombat or or have any feelings towards Mortal Kombat is because of this game. Yes. The problem is, as we keep saying during these games, <laughs> is that I don't like fighting games. Yes. I was never a big fighting game guy. And it's it's a fun thing to scratch superficially, where you get to go out there and play, and you're like, just hit some buttons. You're like, hey, I won. That was fun. Yes. Oh, I lost. It doesn't matter. And then there's another thing to really jump in and go like, okay, the frame rate of this one, if I do this sure. move, and it, and I really appreciate that, and I think that's really cool for people to do it. It's just not my thing. Sure. That being said, Mortal Kombat 2 is one of the be- better games of all time. Like, it's, yeah. it's just one of those games that you played as a kid, and it became one of the more popular games. And so, like, it's one of those things that Mortal Kombat is, uh, like, I, 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 this is not uh, this is not a gender thing, but it's like your mm. mom will- but your Now mom, I'm sweating. But your Oh, you start sweating? I just realized Congratulations. This, is, this is how you feel usually. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, is that like your mom will say like, get off that Mortal Kombat or something yes. like that. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. a video game that became a placeholder for video games. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, and Mortal Kombat 2 is because of that. But because I'm not a fighting boy, I'm going to give it three and a half instead of four. Three and a half out of yeah. four. I also am not a fighting game. Uh, boy. Okay. You're not a fighting game? Not a fighting game. <laughs> I'm oh, not a fighting good. game boy either. I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a fighting man. <laughs> Um, uh, however, this was the exception to the rule. Mortal Kombat always was. And hear me out. Okay. It almost wasn't about the fighting. It was about the friends we made along the way. The the, the (laughs) friendships we made along the way. Yeah. Uh, it was about the exploration of the, the, the different movesets. Mm -hmm. It was about all the gore. It was about the weird Easter eggs. It was sitting down to play this game with someone and win or lose 
being excited to see what happened next. Absolutely. This is before gore in games was like a big thing. Even after Mortal Kombat 1, this was this was this was double the amount of gore. It was double the amount of fatalities. It was double the amount of uh playable characters. Mm-hmm. Uh I would play the game single player sometimes, but to me, that's not what it was about. It was about sitting with someone and together figuring out all the little things that this game had to offer, trying to unlock all the fatalities. We'd have matches. It would be like, okay, here's Jax versus Shao Kahn. Okay, now we figured out all Jax fatalities against Shao Kahn. Let's see what they look like against Reptile. Let's see what they look like against uh, Scorpion. Those sorts of things gave this game so many legs that it almost felt like you were figuring out secrets that mm-hmm. no one else knew about. And yep. you mentioned the playground thing of like, oh, did you know that if you do this, then Scorpion rips off his mask and yeah. lights them on fire? This is an absolute four out of four for me. I, uh, I, I played I played this game a ton, even though I'm not a fighting boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, this game transcended that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an easy four out of four for me. I, I just, what, what can you say about it? It's, as you mentioned, become synonymous with video games. It really is. Your parents would say, turn off your Nintendo or turn off your Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah, or something like 100%. that. Like that would be, that would be it. Yeah, so the, so there you go. So that's a seven and a half out of eight. Ooh, hard to get much better than that. It is. I'm so excited to go and play this game though. Because, I, I am as well. Because there's real chance of us enjoying this. I, fighting games are weird that we've gone back and played them and they do age really well as yes. compared to other games that are kind of open world and you they know, haven't camera changed issues. all that much. No, they yeah. haven't. So much so that modern fighting games are trying to get back to yes. like this flat 2D yes. appearance. Yeah. So I'm really excited to play this game. I am too. Uh, uh, now, if you're going to join us for the gameplay, that would be fantastic. You can do so uh, by joining us on our Patreon. All the information on how you can do that is going to be uh, in between the break. Uh, some person with a very gorgeous voice <laughs> gorgeous a gorgeous voice we'll be explaining that to you in the break so if you're going to join us great we'll see you there if not we'll see you on the other side in two shakes of a uh, a Scorpion. spine that has been ripped oh. out <laughs> of, which still has nerve endings in life and it's just like a fish out of water yeah oh boy we'll see you on the other side just a reminder that you can now find our gameplay segments where we play through a portion of today's game and provide video commentary while doing it over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Join the Mushroom Club for $5 US per month for access to all the gameplay, plus two to four bonus episodes per month where we do things like character drafts, top 10 lists, and even take some suggestions from our community. So show some support to the podcast by joining the Mushroom Club at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for access to bonus content and all of our gameplay segments. We'll see you guys on the other side and welcome back to the retrograde finish him mm-hmm. finish the episode Andrew. <laughs> okay yes well it's been great thank you so much for listening we love every <laughs> single one of you um so we just played mortal kombat 2 yeah you might say oh, i swept you honestly yes you can <laughs> uh, even though i only won one to mikey's i six five i've no you could, excuse me, I have no idea, but it was incredibly frustrating to play. Yes. Like you swept the leg a lot. I did. We found a chain where I, there is probably a way out of it. I just could not figure it out. Yeah. But once Mikey you started walking, I did. I was trying both. I'm trying you like try ju- jumping. I'm trying low block. I'm trying jumping. I don't think you're trying hard enough. Well, I could have done it. Why didn't you do it? So Mikey won a lot. And I lost I by a lot. chaining leg sweeps, really. Yeah, but then even then, when you broke, you did it. You did a good job of not trying to hammer that, yeah. and then you still beat me. And I'm like, oh, now, now this is incredibly frustrating. <laughs> so uh, I, I did very badly. Mikey won uh, more in the one-on-one matchups, uh, which is very frustrating for me. You know what's weird though? I, you were much better facing the computer than I was, mm. and I don't know why that is. I, I didn't get a single win against the computer. I mean, to be fair, we only really played one tournament, <laughs> and then you and I decided to uh, to just play against one another. Yeah. And by the way, if you didn't see the gameplay, uh, because you're you're not a member of the the Patreon, 
you should do that. You should do it. Patreon.com yes. slash retrograde podcast. As we mentioned just before the break or, or in, in, in the break, uh, it's, it's $5 US per month. We put all of the gameplay content up there as well as at least two bonus episodes per month. Um, uh, we also do, you know, you can check out our YouTube channel every four weeks or so we release one of the gameplay segments from the back to the general public. So those do end up showing up sometimes out there. Uh, so keep an eye out for it. Yeah. If you want to see our pretty little faces, sweet, pretty little legs, uh, check back in a couple weeks on our YouTube or just join us over on uh, uh, the Patreon. Yeah, if I, we finally get to commence our blood feud that has been you know boiling to the surface for four years now. Four years. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it turns out, Mike, you beat me, uh, which is tough. It's uh, going to be a real mark against our friendship. But, it is, uh, and it always will be. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad that I came out on top mm-hmm. because I don't have the wherewithal to mm-hmm, navigate mm-hmm. a world in which I was a loser. Yeah, I know, 100%. Yeah. yeah, you'd have real, you'd be lost. Uh, just 100%. wandering the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Call, you know, call me Sawyer, because I'd be lost. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Thanks, man. Wow, okay. Um, not, not Peggy's boat. No, not Peggy's boat. <laughs> Sawyer. Um, you know what I will say? Uh, is that the right number of characters in the game? I, I don't mean, know. More is always better. I, I was going to say yes, because when I was losing, and boy, was I losing, guys. <laughs> uh, I looked at, uh, I kept going like, I eventually went, oh, who the fuck cares who I choose? And <laughs> just like, but I'd already chosen almost everybody. Right, I'd played right. pretty much everybody and we played for 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So like, more characters better. More characters, of course, better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, to be fair, we didn't sit down and like really try to do the fatalities of all the players. You know, we've done that for Mortal Kombat 1. We looked up the fatalities and we're like, okay, let's do all of them. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's get that. Like, okay, here's scorpions. Let's mm-hmm. let's get them and see what it looks like. So there was something more that we could have explored there if we wanted to. The matchups would have gone. But like keeping in mind, and I know this is more of a retro score thing that this is 1994. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. You know, what do yeah. you expect? 93, 94, depending on when uh, when you played it, uh, arcade or home console. But the 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 increased number of characters from the first Mortal Kombat, I actually thought was pretty impressive. Well, okay, that that's true. Um, oh, yeah. Also, Kano and Sonya Blade are very clearly in this game. Very clearly it's in this game. It's not like they're in the distance. Like, they are in the forefront. Yes. In, it, in, in Shao Kahn's uh, uh, arena. Yeah, yes. it's unbelievable. So I just wanted to say that. The other one is, like, you know, it's hard not to think about this as a, you know, when we think about modern fighting games, sure. too. And I would sit here and kind of think about, you know, I'm thinking about my notes of, like, well, what am I going to review this game like? You know, I'm not going to be like GamePro. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you go... Is it a shallow game because there's only two ty- types of things? There's tournaments and there's one on one. I think right? it's a shallow con game. Oh, very good. <clears throat> Star is born. Uh, <laughs> his, uh, and now my girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, is is it there's only two two types of games? There's yes. the tournament and there's one on one fight. Sure. Right. But you know, what else could there be? Right? I sit there and I go, is this shallow because there's not more options? But also you go like, well, what is it, like a three-person fight? Like, I, you know... Oh, wait. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. That's pretty fun. I mean, now you're getting to Smash Bros. territory, right? Mm-hmm. That's um, true. I, th- I, I hesitate to call it shallow because this is just what these games were mm-hmm. and kind of are. Mm-hmm. I mean, now in Mortal Kombat 11, you have unlockables, you have different fighting styles, yes. you have more characters being released constantly, you have several more characters, probably triple the number of characters yes. in this game. John Rambo. John Rambo's in there. Yeah. The Terminator, Terminator. himself is in there. Uh, 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 there's more. Michael Myers, I think, is in there. Or Michael Myers like or, yeah. or Jason. Oh, Jason. Yeah, maybe that's uh, it. Uh, there's, there's a ton of characters. Mm. Uh, and, and I like that about it. Yep. How, they keep, how they keep adding more. That's a lot of fun. Um, 
but there wasn't there wouldn't have been much more nor were they expected to have more in a game like this right because the replayability was in the combat you know can you look at a hockey game from the era like nhl 94 and be like is this shallow because there's only x number of teams and there's only so much that you can do what i love the idea you can only play hockey you can only play hockey oh, in what this a game? weird game what if i had to drive myself to the arena that's true mm-hmm. what if what if you had to determine the price of concessions in the arena yes. which is eventually what they ended up doing to add to the game but the core of it is is what right. really matters which is the gameplay and that and the core of this game is what really matters and that's the gameplay i guess so uh, and, and so I don't know that there would have been too much more that you can do with it. Uh, and I also didn't feel bored by the end of it because we played a very, Star is Born, shallow version of this game where yep. we didn't learn right, the character's move sets. But to do that, you know, I, I think about this a lot in terms of replayability. You try to beat the game as as often as you can with as many different characters as you can. In order to do that, you have to learn the move sets. Now, as a kid, that's like similar to what I think about with Overwatch. If I get bored playing support, I can just play tank. And mm-hmm. if I get bored with tank, I can play a different tank than the tank that I usually play. Right. And it's like you're playing a new game in a way. The mm-hmm. controls change, your move set changes. So I think replayability was actually relatively high in this game mm-hmm. in spite of our 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 initial uh, uh impulse that we want to call it shallow okay. does that make sense yeah it, it does um yeah no it does i think i think you're you're selling it right like i'm i'm just trying to like you know i'm having a thought experiment over here uh and but at the heart of it it's a fighting game yes. if the fighting's not good then there's no game yes and did you think the fighting was good you know what? When it first started, I was like, this is still slower than I wanted it to be. Mm. And I was like, this is this is chunky and clunky. Mm-hmm. Not not chunky. It's clunky, clunky. and I, I, I didn't love it. But similar to when we played Mortal Kombat 1, when you start to realize that the pacing isn't about go, 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 it's recognizing the attack coming towards you and knowing the, the, the counterattack to use against it, yes. whether it's maintaining your distance, which can be punished with like a throw move, like Johnny mm-hmm. Cage's energy oh. ball. Uh, most actors can throw energy balls. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Cruise could throw an energy ball. I was going to say, is Johnny Cage a Scientologist? Are those photons that he's, that he's throwing? That's... Is is Shao Kahn really the uh, 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 the, guy, uh, the guy the, the, uh, the, the guy, author that the created author. the religion? Yes, uh, we know his name. Everyone knows his. Uh, we don't want to say L. Ron it Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard, of course. And everyone's sitting there like these kids don't know his name. Yeah, no, of course we do. It's L. Ron Hubbard. We absolutely did not edit this back so that we put the name into so you wouldn't hear us uh, gapping on it. Okay, uh, we got it. We got we it. We got it. Okay, okay, good. L. Ron Hubbard, really? L. Ron Hubbard. Okay. Hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. I don't think oh, wow. So. so we listened back to... It's so weird wait a we second. <laughs> so wait a second. So in this world, we have, we have blanked on his name, yes. gone back and replaced that name, and now we're talking about it like some kind of commentary like track. Like we listened to... We didn't record the rest of this episode until editing the initial right. part, recording yeah. the, the portion where we looked up L. Ron Hubbard's name. People don't know when you edit, you edit into a microphone. You do edit <laughs> yeah. into a microphone. That's yes. how this works. That's how this works. Um, yeah. So I think he's a Scientologist. I think he's throwing photons. I think he uh, is. I think he I is. I think they are going clear. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, they're at the highest level. 
And that's why Johnny Cage can do so many amazing things. And why he can reach the the uh, the outer world. Or yeah, the outer, 100%. It's called. Do you know yeah. you can't do splits outer unless you're, uh, you're, you have the highest level of Scientology. That's, so that's true. true. Yeah, people don't know that. You have a lot of money to be able to do the splits. Yes, and if you see someone doing splits, you're like, oh, Scientology. That's a Scientologist. Yeah, 100%. A very good uh, one, too. Johnny Cage's moveset is always fun. I've it's always the loved Johnny Cage. as uh, The splits, the punches, the energy balls, whatever. But like, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cage, though, as a kid, I hated. Yes. But I think that's the point. He's kind of like a wrestling heel. He's, He's the like, heel. He's the yeah. Ric Flair. He's the, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. handsome. I can do everything. And yes. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, fuck. And, and he's he, probably a mathematician as well. He's, yeah. You know, he's and you feel bad because like Brock is over there like, I was bullied my whole life for my looks. <laughs> And he still beat me. This sucks. What if Barack on like his home realm was also was actually a hunk? What if he was the Johnny Cage of his realm? Wow. What if they just what if all of them are the Johnny Cages of their realms <laughs> brought together? We brought together the most handsome and successful actors. There were better fighters. <laughs> yes. But these are the actors. <laughs> yeah. Brock, uh, Raiden, uh, Raiden, excuse me. But like, it makes sense. He's like, oh, yes, I am. I'm very successful. Yes, I, I've won many awards. <laughs> hey, he's like he's like the uh the the michael kane of of his of his <laughs> realm character actor <laughs> even though raiden is notoriously like the ruler of of earth realm or like the overseer of earth he's realm. earth yeah, yeah, yeah. actually yeah. there's a few earth you know jacks another one no metal arms what's that no metal about? arms in this yeah right that was that was strange to me i know i i, I was kind of surprised by that so he's just a guy just a guy what the hell just a guy yeah but he is also we have a few from the Earth realm. Yes. And a couple Americans. Yes. And yet he is Mr. America. He's, he's Mr. Got, America. He's got the stars and stripes in the back and he is like you know, doing the big flexing. He is literally Hulk Hogan, I think. He is Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. Do you think that he is uh, 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 nervous to meet Johnny Cage? Because Johnny Cage is a famous actor. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, whereas I think Jax is a military he's member. a military boy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. his whole thing is he's trying to go save Sonya or something like that. Right. Who is captive, you know, and we yep. saw that because she's very clearly uh, yes. right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. You're, I think he would be nervous. And Mr. Cage, I just uh, like, can you please sign this for yeah. me? Yeah. And he's yeah. like, no, son, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> can you sign my cast? Uh, I mean, my metal arm. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd look better if I ripped off both your arms and you <laughs> get metal percent. Yes, sir. Please, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but to go back to the the combat and everything, I really ended up liking it. Yeah. I when When I start to see the purpose of a fighting game and the different mm -hmm. moves. And I'm not just using high kick, low kick, kick interchangeably. Yeah. Um, I start to enjoy it a little bit more. I liked playing against a human character who also wasn't good at the game mm -hmm. because when I'm playing against I'm the, computer, the human character in the story. You're the human character yes. in the story. <laughs> we're all characters. Yes, we're just... That's why the wall world's a stage, yes. Uh, um, because, because the computer just knows everything. And it's mm. hard for you to see between the lines and to understand the... Uh, uh, the pacing of it and the strategy when the computer just already knows all that. Mm -hmm. When you're figuring it out together, it's a lot of fun. And I definitely could have played more of this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to when we first started playing and I was getting my ass kicked by the computer. Mikey likes winning. <laughs> Andrew, I don't like winning. I love, I love winning. <laughs> I, need I need to win. I need to win. <laughs> yeah, it was the same way that I, I hate to say, but like we stopped playing because I got to win. <laughs> like, that's true. It was like, hey, just give me one. And that's all it is. But I was happy with that because what if you figured it out? And then I went on a nine game winning streak. Uh, we'll yeah, never know. We'll never know. <laughs> and I'm happy about that. Schrodinger's win streak. Um, uh, so in terms of your expectations, how did this one hold up? Um, it was better than I thought it'd be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. thought I thought the backgrounds were really cool. There's some like just interesting stuff happening all the time. And as much as I kind of was questioning about the the character select and how many characters there are, they all do fight differently. They're yes. all different special moves. I think the areas were really cool. You know, I it was fast enough. Yeah. I actually don't know if I want it to be faster than this. Be True, because no, there's no. a real strategy about like jumping 
is like I'm put I'm being very vulnerable yes. now. And, so and you're choosing, choosing when you're going to hit it, it, over the course of the jump. Yes. Like you there was a point where you kept jumping at me and I realized high kick is a counter to the jump. Mm-hmm. So before you would get to like you can't hit immediately when you jump. You have to wait until kind of like the lower arc of your jump. Yeah. It seems. So I would get, wait until you were right at the arc before you could hit. And then that's when I do my high kick. And it would be kind of like, it would kick you out of the air. Yeah. And I was like, that that felt yeah. good. When you, when, you, when you predict a jump coming and you react and you counter it, that's the kind of thing like, inject that into my veins. I love that. Countering is so smart because you feel like smart. You're like, oh, I figured out how I can do this. Because when I was doing the the jumping kicks at you and you figured out a roundhouse kick knocks me out of the air. Yes. Okay, well, there we go. I can never figure out sweep the leg. But you know, nonetheless, (laughs) one day when I get older and smarter, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, that part... that's the appeal of these games. Like, oh, now I know. Right. Right. Counterattacks yeah, yeah, and things yeah, yeah. like that. So, yeah. So, I could have I could have played more. I would have loved to have played more. Uh, it, it, the more I play a fighting game and kind of get it, the more I'm like, maybe I'd really like fighting games. Mm-hmm. But it's just such a fucking commitment. It, it is. It's like learning a new language where I just don't have the capacity to process what's happening on screen especially with the modern fighting games and frame counting and, and learning a move set that is way more robust than something like mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat I just don't know that I have it in me yeah no I, I, I'm with you it's just like <laughs> do I need another hobby but uh, but no, but you can see the appeal of it for yes. sure yes um, now that said you know we, mm-hmm. we can see the appeal we have played it uh, Andrew uh, we started this off I gave this a four out of four you gave it a three and a half mm-hmm. out of four for a total of a seven and a half in the in the retro score do you want to give this one our, our rating out of four bits based on how the goal game holds up in the modern <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to, Mikey. Um, Okay, so I'll start with, you know, seven and a half, pretty good. Um, You start start thinking, has fighting games reached a maximum where there's a ceiling eventually, you know? Diminishing returns, sort of. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Like, how is this, how are they going to improve on this game? Sure. Right? It's kind of like what we do with, like, beat-em-ups or, like, you know, side-scrolling, like, beat-em-up things like that. It's eventually like, oh, now it's 3D. It's like, is that better? Yeah. You know? And I know Tekken, and there's a new, there's a new really cool trailer for that Tekken game. game, Oh, my God, it looks amazing. Yeah. But it's like, is that better than this? I actually, I would, it's a serious question. You know, like, I don't know. It's, it's an, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. No, I'm just, it was more, yeah. yeah. yeah, It's, it's more like a theoretical question, but it's like, cause I can't imagine it getting much better than this. Yes. It could get a little more advanced and a little Mm -hmm. bit more detailed in certain areas, but it's almost going back to the same engine or trying to recreate this feeling. But nonetheless, I am not a huge fighting guy, Mm -hmm. but this is a really good game and I would go back and play it anytime. I'm going to give a three and a half again. Three and a half. It's a really good game, man. Like it's just, it's a lot of fun to play. I, I, to answer your question. Yes. Do the games get better? Mm-hmm. It depends on who you're asking. Okay. They definitely get more advanced, mm-hmm. but is more advanced to someone like me, a non-fighting game player, is that better? Mm. Personally, I'd say no. Right. Now, the trade-off is with a game that you like like one that you and I have played in spite of our our, you know, not being that great at yeah, it. Pacifist Boys. Is Pacifist Boys is Injustice. Yes. Gods Among Us or Injustice. Yeah, any of the Injustice games. It's, it is more elaborate. There's way more going on on screen. There's way more environmental interaction. There's characters that we now know a little bit better. The, the, the moves are way more over the top. There's an enjoyment in just seeing how much that brings to the table. But does that make it a more fun game to play mechanically? Probably not. It's mm-hmm. more complicated. Yeah. And just like I said, if I'm going to get into fighting games, I can't get into a new fighting game. That ship has sailed. Right. I'm, I'm too past the 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 bar that you would need to be at to be competitive at a modern fighting game. So I think a better fighting game is a more simplistic fighting game. Does that mean Street Fighter 1 as the most simplistic is the best? No. no. But Mortal Kombat 2 feels like that it's getting close to that perfect balance. Right. 
Is it perfect, though, as a game? Ultimately, I don't think so. Right. But I think in terms of my my ability to enjoy fighting games, similar to yours, this is kind of right where it would need to be for me to get into a fighting game. This, Street Fighter 2, are yep. kind of around the same place for me. Uh, as a non-fighting game player, I still really enjoyed it. I'm going with three and a half as well. Oh, wow. Okay, so two, three and a halfs. That gets us to a very fun number. Uh, I'm not going to say it a lot because it's a uh, it's a little high. Oh, is it high? Yeah, it's a little high, and I think that might make our award ceremony very interesting. Well, do you want to? You don't want to give the number though. Mm, okay, I think I can. I'm I being a little can. coy. A little coy. It's fourteen and a half. It's fourteen and a half. That's pretty good. That's a very very high. That is review. a good good score. Man. We have to scroll back pretty far to find out the last thing that got a fourteen and a half, and we'll do that maybe after the awards I think ceremony. So, uh, but so so until then, let's go make our way over to okay. the red carpet, red right. because it is soaked in blood, yes. the blood <laughs> of our enemies and some of our <laughs> countrymen and women. All of my carpets are soaked in the blood of my countrymen and women. And it depends what if we went to another country, that, that carpet might be green. That's true. Right? In Japan. It might be black and white. It might be black and white. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The Nintendo award ceremony is uh, just a whole different thing. Uh, let's let's head over there let's and go. Uh, meet Todd Snap and, uh, and and then we'll 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 talk. I'll see you later. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. You know, it's amazing. You 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 want you don't want to meet your heroes, mm. but then you see Baraka shaking hands with Dot Snap, and you're like, you know what? We've really done something special here. <laughs> it's very special. But yeah. here's the thing: no one warned Todd Snap about Baraka's hands, and now I don't know how Todd Snap's going to take pictures. Yeah, because he's missing a fucking hand. He yeah. got it cut off by Baraka's knife arms. <laughs> knife arms. And also, Baraka has threatened me within an inch of my life to so stop saying Baraka Hussein. And I'm like, it's important. If though. it's your name, why are you so ashamed? Why of you it? say ashamed? It's important your name. to us that you say it. What's wrong with just saying your name? What's wrong with saying that, Baraka Hussein? Okay, okay. Jesus Christ! Jesus Put Christ. down Todd Snap's hand. <laughs> Ironically, Todd can't snap no more. Oh, yeah. Wow. You want to hear what one hand clapping sounds like, Todd? <laughs> Well, your future. Here comes Elliot, uh, right, uh, dressed Elliot. just like Raiden. I would advise against it, uh, Elliot, but yeah, it's too late for that. Yeah. Too late for that. Why don't you... Uh, oh, okay, he's pulling off his hat and okay. reaching into that hat uh, for the envelopes to let us know what awards this game has won. He fits like an old glove compartment. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. And... The Field of Childhood Dreams. The Chevy Silverado Like a Rock Dwayne yeah. Johnson and Johnson and Family Company Trophy Hall of Fame if Trophy. You smell, if you smell, <laughs> if you smell. Wouldn't that be the weirdest part of his catchphrase? If you smell. <laughs> And then just walks off. You're like, oh, if you smell what? <laughs> Andrew, three fantastic reviews. The fits like an old glove compartment where the current score is above a seven. We've got the field of childhood dreams where the retro score is a seven or higher. And the Chevy Silverado, like a rock, Dwayne Johnson and Johnson, a family company trophy, Hall of Fame trophy, where the current score or the overall score is a 14 or higher. Right. This is why you were being so coy. I was being a baby. little coy, baby. Because of 14 and a half. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> what? What? Who? What? Jesus He's coming back. He's coming back. Wow. That feels like don't tell big... Tom Cruise. 
<laughs> or Johnny Cage. He'll be so mad. He'll be so mad. <laughs> oh, my whole life's a lie. Um, okay, so this is obviously huge. It's making the Hall of Fame. It's making the Hall of Fame. That's incredible. 14 and a half is a massive score. Uh, uh, the last game to get a 14 and a half. We've had some 14s, but uh, uh, like, for example, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Lemonade Tycoon. 14 and a half, though, <laughs> we have to go all Lemonade Tycoon. <laughs> it's a great game. It's a great game. We have to go all the way back to uh, episode... 198, the pre-200s, pre-rebrand uh, wow. with Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, we were joined by Riley, Riley Little, Little for that yeah. episode. Mm. Um, let's, out of curiosity, go see... Mortal Kombat 1? Mortal Kombat 1. The first time it showed up, this was episode... One. 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 Yeah. The first episode of the podcast, we did Mortal Kombat 1, and we gave it a total score of 11. Yikes. Uh, you gave it a 3.5, and, and I gave it a 3.5 in okay. the retro score. We each gave it 2s in the current score. Not great. Definitely yeah. deserves a little bit better. Yeah. I give us a, a three out of that for, for our scores. We did a bad job. We did a bad job. Yeah, we yeah, did a bad yeah, job. Yeah. Three out of out of four? Out uh, of, no, 20. 20. Okay, there we go. I, uh, it's a game pro. The game yeah. pro. The next time we did it was episode 156. This was around the release of the Mortal Kombat movie, so we decided to revisit oh. it. You gave it, interestingly, a three in the retro score. I mm. gave it a three and a half. Uh, in the current score, we gave it a three and a three for a 12 and a half out of 16. And you know what? I think Mortal Kombat 2 is a better game than Mortal Kombat 1. I think it's absolutely a better so game. That, I mean, that all tracks. the issues that we thought we, we kind of had... Uh, with the potential lack of replayability or the boredom of only playing so many characters over and over again, um, uh, was was even more magnified in yeah. Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. This is just a, a bigger and a better game. Uh, uh, but that's that for that game. Andrew, we only have time for one more segment on this podcast, and it's oh. a segment that I know you know and you uh. love. It's uh, called uh, Three Sentences to You Might Guess the Game, but I'm going to propose... I'm going to propose something for you. Okay. In the spirit of... Of the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat. Wow. We changed the name to, of this to, to Test Your Might. Test Your Might. Remember Mortal Kombat? Oh, Test, Test Your, your might. might. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's kind of decent. Oh, yeah. I like is, there, is there a play on that that we can find? Uh, Unless you like three sentences. No, I really don't. No, I don't like that. that. No, no, that for sure is bad. Uh, Test Your Might. Let's go with Test Your Might okay. for now. Let's workshop it. If anyone at home has a better name for this title, yes. we'd love to hear it because uh, there has to be one. There has to be one, Mikey. Test your th thrice to your might. <laughs> Test yes. Uh, thrice thrice Test, your might. Test your thrice. Oh boy, it's getting worse somehow. Okay, so Mikey, we're gonna be playing a game. What game is that again? It's a game where we get uh, 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 submissions from our listeners. They give us three sentences to describe the general plot of a game, and using those sentences, we try to guess which game it is. If we can get it on the first sentence, fantastic. If we can get it on the second, decent. If we can get it on the third, <laughs> but also pretty good. Hopefully get it at all, yeah. Hopefully get it at all. Uh, this one is coming in from Greg Cheeseman. Oh, uh, the Cheeseman. He's hidden the uh, the 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 answer, so we're going to do you. this one together. Um, here we go. Three sentences. Okay, let's do this thing. Formally, three sentences to you might guess the oh, game. Jesus Christ. Now, test your might because you're about to play. Three sentences to you <laughs> might guess the game. Sentence number one. A vaguely yet appropriately named fella makes a deal with a demon thing. Oh wow, that's that's, that's a very good broad first first sentence. A vaguely yet appropriately named yeah, appropriately fella named. Hmm. makes a deal with a demon thing. Now making deals. Mm -hmm. 
see, I know, I know a demon thing that that could be purposely vague, right? Because I know uh, uh, we've had like zombies described as as different things in this. Right, so is, yeah. is demon thing could that be a god? Because could this be Kratos? Oh, I didn't even think about that. But is that appropriately named? Mm. Unless he's making craters, I don't think so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what about like I was thinking Dante okay. from Dante's Inferno? Oh, uh, that yeah. could be it. Does he make a deal? I can't remember exactly how the beginning starts off, but possibly. Yeah, it feels like also there's a large swath of games I haven't played, but like like is this like Bloodborne or is this like no no because no, you don't have a name as the player character. Oh, so I, I think hmm. that vaguely yet appropriately named Fella. Fella, is that is that. Fella is also an interesting one too. Because could that hmm. be? Is that supposed to be guy? Uh, is that supposed to be a man? Yeah. Or or is it? Yeah, it might not even be I'm, a human I'm type guess thing. For for my first guess, I'm going to guess uh, uh, Devil May Cry. Ah, uh-huh, okay. But uh, but I don't know for sure because I think Dante Dante's Inferno appropriately named mm-hmm. that that could be it. Uh, we're not going to find out until no. the end, so we'll see. That's my first. Do you have any guess for the first one? No, I do not. Okay, let's go to the second one. Uh, uh, here we go. The enemies are actually friends. Enemies are actually friends. The enemies are actually friends. So, like, we're friends with the enemy, or the two enemies are actually friends. That's a great question. Mm. The enemies are actually friends. God, this is tough. This also could be God of War. The enemies are actually friends because, like, Kratos has a lot of experience with a lot of the the people he fights. That's like, true. They know each other. That's right? true. Makes a deal with a demon thing. Oh, is man. this is this a much lighter game than oh. than they're implying? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. could it be something like Mario? And it's right. like, oh, we're not actually, yeah, like Luigi's Mansion or something. Like yeah, that. So, yeah, like honestly, like maybe the whole like uh, uh, demon thing is supposed to purposely put us off the scent. I don't know, right? But the name of vague but appropriately named. The enemies are actually friends because I know mm. Dante and Virgil are two in Devil May Cry right. who are I think brothers. Oh, so that could be it. Yeah. What about? Oh, what about Solid Snake? No, Devil Thing. Mm. Mm. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Demon Thing. Sonic, no, not quite. Mm. I'm still going to go okay. with Devil May Cry on this. All right. The shiny sword points towards the big guys. This is Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, wow. Wait. How the are they- enemies are actually friends. friends. Oh. oh. Very good. Makes a deal with a demon thing. Yes. Okay. This is a great, this is a great one. This, this is a great submission. The Cheeseman comes through again. Cheeseman. The oh, Cheeseman comes through. Oh, man. I, I'm assuming it is. I haven't scrolled down, but let's find out. Uh, P.S. just Pong. He says joking, <laughs> keep scrolling. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Ah, oh, that's fantastic. Great. So a great submission. Yes. By the way, if you're going to send us, uh, we do have a couple more that we're working our way through, as well as submissions for the life advice, Absolutely. which we just did on the last episode. Uh, uh, you can send those to the retrograde podcast at gmail.com. If you do submit a uh, uh, Test your might. Yep, test your might. Three sentences. Do you like us again? Make sure to put the in the body of the email the three sentences. Scroll all the way down for the answer, just yeah. so we don't get it ruined. Andrew and I love working through these. Yeah, things it's more together. fun together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so that was a lot of fun. But uh, what? Wait, hmm? that was a lot of fun. Fun. But I just there's a real chill in the air. Oof. Oh God. <sighs> Is there? I feel like I've been. I don't know about you. I feel like I've been watched this whole time. Yeah, me too. It's so like there's a keep turning around like I don't I don't want to say it but it sounds like a stutters back oh no sub zeros here yes it does and that's really really fucking annoying but you know what behind sub zero 
It's smoke. It's smoke. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's not smoke. That's an apparition. Oh my god, it's, it's a, a ghost. ghost. Oh no, it's October. And we didn't even we didn't even think that it was it was October. Oh but, my god, and we've displeased the ghost by not by not acknowledging it. Yes, and so, doing retrograde. And doing retrograde. Retrograde is obviously our theme month for October. Oh. You'll notice I know a lot of people are going to be upset, yes. but look, it was the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat. We, we had, had to. to address that. We had to. Uh, uh and now we have to address the uh uh the the ghost dead elephant in the room. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we are going to be doing. <laughs> I tried to do like a ghost version of that. Didn't what was work. a goat? What is a ghost? A elephant? ghost version of an elephant. It's like that. That. Yeah, very good. But like a. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Boo. Yeah. Ah, ghost. Uh, obviously, retrograde is our haunted, scary themed game month. Yes. Uh, because it's the scariest month of the year that it we've is. well established. October is very scary. So we're going to be doing from here on out very scary games. Very scary games. Oh, and no. We'll get, uh, uh, maybe we'll do one more at the end of October. Who knows? We'll see how the months lie, but mm. uh, uh, just to make it up for this one week sure, that we missed. Sure. But uh, yeah, we apologize to anyone who's expecting retrograde, but we had to do the Mortal Kombat anniversary. Absolutely. And if, for people asking, because they're going to be asking about Overwatch 2. We'll have more information very soon on that oh, one yeah. as well, because Absolutely. how are we not going to talk about that? But until then, very scary from here on out. So I would uh, I would ignore the next couple of weeks if you're a scaredy cat like us. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first of all, boo. But we love yeah. every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. Honestly, I'm not excited. Not excited I, for this at all. We hate scary games. We are the worst people to be doing this. And we've gotten some recommendations from some of the listeners of some very scary games to do. Oh. Not into it. This sucks. I can't believe we do this. Yes. For not one week, weeks. Too many weeks. Oh, for fuck's sake. So yes, we'll see you next week as we're screaming and being very scared. Uh, Game boys. We love every single one of you. We can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin. And with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. We're mad. We're genuinely mad that we have to do this next week. Game over. <laughs> you bunch of idiots. Why do we do this? Want more retrograde in your life? You can visit our website for show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Follow us on Twitter at RetrogradeMikey, at RetrogradeAndy, and the podcast at RetrogradePod. Or Instagram at TheRetrogradePodcast. For bonus episodes, check us out at patreon.com slash theretrogradepodcast. Send your questions and business inquiries to theretrogradepodcast at gmail.com. See you next week, D-Pads. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>